I'm TJ Walsh, and you're listening to the Bold Creatives Collective podcast. Take a front row seat to hear conversations with successful musicians, producers, actors, visual artists, designers, directors, marketers, and more, and learn about their perspectives and approach to leadership, creativity, innovation, and growth. Let's dive in. Thanks so much, Tim, for hanging out with me tonight. Yeah, you're um, welcome. Yeah. So, Tim, can you give me a little bit of, give us really, a little bit of an idea of who you are, what makes you a bold creative, um, and then uh, we'll go from there. Um, yeah, so um, I'm a painter um, and from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I've been um, living here and working here for, uh, well, I've been living here my whole life and, you know, obviously still live here and everything. Um, and I've been painting probably since high school. Actually, not probably. I have been painting since high school, almost uh, pretty much straight through, or making other work as well. Um, and uh, let's see. I um, I currently have my my studio. I'm I'm in my studio right now, and uh, and I, I currently actually my studio is in my apartment, <laughs> uh, like so many people. Right. <clears throat> and um, yeah, it's just, uh the last year has been really, as everybody knows, it's been really insane on the, on a number of levels. Um, for myself, um, it has meant that my practice has grown, um, okay. despite everything else that that has uh, been going on. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's been really it's been really good. It's been challenging at times, but uh, yeah. but but really good. So, when you say your practice has grown over the past year, what does that what does that mean? What is what is growth in the sense that you're talking about it being? Yeah. So um, for well, for me, basically, um, long story short, I was able um, to leave my day job. Um, so it basically came down to um, a, a decision that I had to make about whether to uh, take advantage of these art projects that had come up for me. They had started in 2019 and okay. were continuing through last year, although a couple of them in altered form. Um, and it was just like the proverbial, um, when it rains, it pours, you know? So all these things were happening. Right. Um, lockdown happened. I was in the right. studio and then we went back to work. Um, and I just saw that I wasn't gonna have the time um, because we had a reduced workforce force, uh, where I was. And um, it just wasn't gonna be enough time for me to be able to pursue the art project. So. Right. Um, I had some um, I had some money left over from unemployment um, and I had a couple sales, thankfully. <laughs> so yeah. I took the leap and um, awesome. Yeah. It's like a leap of faith. Right. But yeah, it was faith. you were kind of coming up against coming up against that decision anyway. Like if I want to mm -hmm. be able to do these projects, if I want to be able to really um, make and pursue my my passion, my life's work. I right. need to make this change, right? Because I need the time. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and you did it. Like I see your stuff. Like you know, you're posting stuff all the time. You're 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 showing all different kinds of work that you've been you've been working on. What mm -hmm. what what has been happening? Um. Well, so yeah, since July. Um. So last year, I had I was involved in a few projects. Um. I was involved in a, um, a group show at Towson University. Um. I did a print project here. Uh, that was um, funded by the Brandywine Workshop. Um, and I have a, we started the process last year of um, 
of me doing a mural with Mural Arts um, that has that has since continued into this year because uh, we hit some snafus with um, a couple of walls that we were supposed to get but weren't able to get. So um, we landed on one. So hopefully by the end of this month, uh, beginning of May, I'll start work on it. That's really awesome. And for yeah. for those of you who are gonna who are either watching right now, um, and because of the platform, I can't see who exactly is watching. Um, there's a few of you, but anyone who watches this afterwards, Mural Arts, if you're not from Philadelphia, Mural Arts is one of our premier public arts organizations in the city. Um, and Philadelphia is, uh, or one of the reasons why Philadelphia is the best city in the world is because we have such a robust public arts program. Uh, one of uh, those um, components to that public arts program is mural arts. We have a huge mural pro mural arts program. And so that's what Tim is talking about. Um, and uh, it's it's really cool to hear that you have you have an opportunity to work with with mural arts. Hopefully that will be um, that would that will be an awesome project once that gets going there. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be my first public uh, mural project. Yeah, that's so sweet. So, um, a little bit of a learning curve, but you know, it's all good. <laughs> hey, yeah. I mean, it's like pushing, right? right I mean, I think right. that is like something that, excuse me, some people in the group have talked about wanting to like talk more about is mm -hmm. like pushing yourself in your creative practice, right? Mm -hmm. So like we start out and we identify, you know, something that we're maybe, um, maybe is kind of like, oh, this is our language of art, right? This is how right. we make, whether that's like we're a painter or we're, um, you know, a woodworker or we're a musician or a vocalist, right? We kind of find our our creative or artistic voice uh, somewhere, but then like we want to like push into that and, and grow from that. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess, you know, you're saying that uh, this will be your first a mural project, public mural project, and it's like a, a, a learning experience or a growth experience. What has your experience over the years, because you've been doing this for a long time, making work, mm -hmm. um, what has your experience been like as far as pushing yourself and um, getting yourself to grow beyond just drawing or painting in the mm -hmm. way you were doing it, you know, early 2000s, 90s? Right. Um, yeah, uh, basically my studio, my, my, one of my mottos is, um, be willing to rip it up, tear it apart and put it back together as something new. Yeah. Um, and that's been, I wrote that on a sign and I put it, uh, I did that in 1999 in the studio that I had up on third street in old city here. Yep. Philadelphia. And, uh, that's, that's pretty much one of my, um, one of my cues for myself to not let anything get precious. Um, and right. I've always been kind of adventurous in my work. Um, and one, you know, another thing that I say to myself, that's an ongoing dialogue is, um, what if, and why not, or what, what if, if, and why not? what if, and, um, let's see what happens. Oh yeah. Let's yeah. see what happens. And I like that idea of like you, you had, you stringing a bunch of ideas around there of like, you know, not holding on to things too preciously, right. being willing to, like you said, rip it apart. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's that's really, I think, a key component to ability to grow, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you have to be willing to, um, you know, to let things go. So, you know, I can be painting, and this happens all the time. I mean, I'm looking at a couple of things that I have in the studio now, and um, 
you know, my, my work is multi-layered um, and often, you know, you can see, you can actually kind of like look back in time in a way, kind of time travel, because you can see some of the earlier things that I did that interact with the newer levels. Um, but, you know, I can make a mark or I can make a few marks or a couple of passages or, or something right. and really love them. Um, but I also realize, you know, I have to look at that and say, well, this isn't the painting. You know what I mean? This isn't the final step in this journey yeah. for this work. So if I have to let it I have to have to cover it up, you know, it gets covered up. That's it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to worry about it. I mean, I knew I did it. It's there. I may have, you know, if it's something I had to learn from, I learned from it. Right. It. You know, you learn from it, you let it go. Learn from it and let it go. Yeah, that's that is a really I mean. And when you look at your when when I look at your paintings and I think in your um, uh, in your bio, right, you talk about how process is important to you. Mm -hmm. um, and then you were just talking about like covering things up. Right. Mm -hmm. When I look at your work, I just see the layers. Right. And like the at least from my perspective, and I could be totally totally wrong right and just like throwing something out there and you're gonna be like no this kid doesn't know what he's talking about um, <laughs> that's okay i just see the history of the painting and of the process there mm -hmm. right and yeah, just yeah like, you're right yeah right yeah you're yeah. to work over top of stuff right exactly yeah um and and that's just it you know like um one of the things that uh, that has really influenced the work that i do now that i've been doing for the last um probably like six years at this point um, with what I call glyphs, those figures that I make, um, you know, is, is what I see in the streets, you know, graffiti and everything. And what I like to call the uh, anonymous art making that goes on, all these histories are built up on, you know, on a surface. So, you know, yeah, someone will throw up a tag, someone will throw up a poster, someone will tag over that, someone will buff over that. And you sort of like, see the outlines, you know, I mean, some, someone comes along, starts ripping maybe some of the paper down or something. And so you see all these, um, all these people's marks in the mingling and at different levels. Um, but you don't know the whole story. So yeah. there's this mystery there that happens. Um, and so that's sort of like what happens in my work. A lot of my work, uh, you'll see, like, you see hints of things, you'll see, things covering other things, you know, um, mm -hmm. and you will never really quite know everything that's going on. It's almost like catching a moment. Um, you know, it's almost like a moment is happening. And, you know, if you blink, it might like change all of a sudden, you know, that's something yeah. I'm sort of after in some of my work. Yeah. Yeah. You have to catch it right when you see it. Right. Right. And and record it and not right. get away from you. Yeah. And that's something else that I do, too. I, I take a lot of photographs when I'm walking around. Um, okay. Ongoing series that I have called um, Daily Observations. And um, and in these I, I take photographs of like all sorts of things like, you know, how um, basically it's, it's about how, um, you know, uh, human beings interact with the built uh, environment around us. So you know, there's all sorts of things going on. There's, uh, there's old clothes around. There's like someone has boarded up a window and maybe there's some tape, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. there these interesting, interesting um, little like incidents that happen that, you know, yeah. that I capture um, in these photographs. And some of that uh, informs my work. Um, the photographs, not, not often, but, you know, I look at them as their own thing, but sometimes I do, 
when I'm working on something and I might be stuck, I, you know, I'll go to my, you know, I'll open up my photo library. Yeah. The library. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really important too. I think, you know, some people just think, you know, okay, so I'm a painter and I'm just going to paint mm -hmm. and that's my process. I just paint. Right. But the process is so much bigger than. Oh yeah. Yeah. Painting, right. Like you're talking about like walking, walking through the old city, right. Um, mm -hmm. Or walking through some other other part of town or whatever and just right. picking up little pieces of life or little mm -hmm. moments right like taking a picture here taking a picture there that right. might not immediately end up in a in a in a final work that you're right. going to exhibit but it imprints itself in your memory right mm -hmm. on your heart it goes into your photo library right that you can pull up and reference later that's all part of the process Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And there's all sorts of things that, you know, influence, you know, what I do. There's, you know, there's music, there's design, there's architecture, you know, there's all sorts of things. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think people think that if I'm not always creating or doing the art that I'm known for, or that I like to do, mm -hmm. um, then I'm being lazy or I'm not actually being productive. Right, um, right. Can you talk a little bit about like periods of time when you're not, cause you're not always painting, right? Right. Well, no, no, drawing, right? Yeah. But how can the times that you're not painting, not drawing, not photographing be mm -hmm. part of your creative process? Um, so, you know, once in a while, and I, and I do this fairly often, um, it's good to, I found that it's, it's good to refresh your mind, refresh your, your, your eye, um, and like you said, you know, you can't be on 24 seven, you know what I mean? With what you do, right. um, otherwise you just burn out. And, um, so some of the things that I do, like, you know, I do hit moments where periods where like, you know, I don't know what I, what I want to do. Sometimes I, I, I'll have a date. I don't feel like working in the studio, but I'll come anyway. And, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll, um, I'll prep another surface. Maybe I'll right. clean up, you know, right. um, Maybe I'll just sit down and watch some videos. I, you know, a lot of times, um, one of the things that I'll do is I'll now um, is that I'll like watch art videos. I'll watch uh, interviews with different artists or whatever uh, while I'm maybe you know prepping a surface or something. You know, um, a couple of weeks back, a few weeks back, I uh, I did it. I had a day where I did like maybe like twenty drawings in one day while I was watching art interviews. Okay. I was just standing there and had the had a computer on, you know. But um, but yeah, it, it, it's definitely necessary. And and other times, you know, I like I'll read, I'll do other things. Yeah. Um, and um, so it's it's definitely important to not hold yourself, not feel like, you know, you have to do this thing because a lot of times when you try to force yourself to do something like that. Um, you'll wind up blocking yourself. You know, you off, you cut off pathways of creativity um, when you like sort of like force yourself into something. Now, right. sometimes you know there are moments where like forcing yourself is important to do. Yep. But um, but some you know you have to figure it out for yourself. But you know sometimes it can be very counterintuitive as well. Yeah, I think this is like a really, a really important. Oh, counterproductive. I'm sorry, not counterproductive. counterproductive. Yeah, the, like this idea of just not forcing, not forcing it, not yeah. forcing something right. out of you. I like the idea of like forcing yourself to the studio, mm -hmm. or forcing yourself to wherever it is you make. 
Right. Um, and whether you actually make something there that day or not, right? right? That, yeah, that's it's all a part of showing up. Showing up. Yeah, you know, so you don't, you know, you can show up any any number of ways. You know, sometimes um, I might just show up and just like stare at something I'm working on. You know, uh, I might be at a point where uh, a painting, you know, I, I'm slowing down in the process and things are getting close to a final like re resolution for them or a stopping point. Um, and sometimes I just have to stare at it for, you know, a few minutes or, you know, 15 minutes, something like that. And then maybe I'll do something else and come back to it. Um, and then I'll, maybe I'll go out and have to get some groceries or something, you know? So I just, I, I just try to like take it easy and not, you know, try to, um, I feel like, cause all that is going on and, you know, all, even if you're not working, you know, like yeah. when I was at a day job, you know, over the years I've had this different jobs and, you know, when I was at work and couldn't get to the studio, um, I was still thinking about what I was doing. And a lot of times those hours away from the studio and just thinking, you know, or whatever, um, made the process easier when I went back in the studio again, when I had that time, because yeah. I had a slightly clearer idea of what, what it is I might want to do. And then things might still change, but, you know, in my head, I've worked through a bunch of um, iterations of whatever it is I'm working on. Right. So it's not just the the process of putting something out on a surface or on a piece of paper or even on a stage if you're a performer. Right. right? That is that is that is the art, the create the creativity, the creative process is about what's happening throughout your entire body and yeah, yeah your entire body and life you know i mean it's, art is life and you know everything almost everything that you do influences what you do you know in the studio or you know whether you're you know whether you're a dancer or you're a writer you know you bring all that stuff with you uh and you filter out you know what you feel like you don't need for your particular project yeah um, and you keep those things that you feel are important and you know and just go from there for sure so you have spent some time as um, like a visiting a visiting artist, a guest lecturer. So mm -hmm. you've worked with students mm -hmm. in arts through, you know, and you said uh, in, in your bio um, that you've worked with elementary school students. Yeah. You've worked with, with university students. Um, I guess, what do you see different between, uh, or can you identify any differences uh, between an elementary school student and their creativity and how they show up to the creative process to someone who is supposedly, you know, super creative because mm -hmm. they've made it to art school or an art program and their right. creative process. Do you see any differences and can one maybe learn from the other? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's, it's interesting because this week I'm I'm doing like a guest lecturer at a at an elementary school at a, in Arlington, Virginia, and okay. I'm talking to third graders this week. Okay. Um, so that's so that's that's really was cool. That's that's really cool. So children, from what I've seen, you know, they're um, you know they're like whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kid, right. you know, this uh, this this one little girl, she you know she um, I mean they she she showed us this um, this uh, flower that she made and you know it was um, it was like something she pasted together 
And uh, they just go for it. You know what I mean? They just like, you know, whatever, you know, and a lot of times, you know, with older people, as we get older, especially if you're in a, you know, program, um, there's certain ways of being that you sort of adapt. Um, and and for some people, not everybody, but for some people, um, some of that is like channeled in a different direction. Some of that like childish or I won't, not, I don't use childish, but childlike childlike yeah, yeah childlike um you know approach to what you're doing is very uh is, is channeled off in a different direction you know what i mean um we you know it it there's a whole different set of um of guidelines that you you take on as you get older uh as a creative person right and, and some of that one and you wind up filtering out some of the stuff that um you had as a kid and other times not you know what i mean because a lot of us still retain that childlike wonder of creation of of um you know wondering like again like i say you know like what what happens if i do this you know what yeah. I mean? and i go and do it and it's like what happens oh, if yeah, i do this yeah it didn't work so yeah um, so yeah I, I think in a lot of ways it's still there um but yeah but watching kids man when they're like you know i had a kid like there was one kid today, you know, who was in or yesterday morning. Um, so we were, you know, I was, I gave a presentation and then we had uh, questions and, um, and during the whole period, you know, um, uh, they, after, at the end of it, they had this drawing that they uh, did that was like uh, inspired by something that I had just shown them. So they just, they just like went in on it, you know? <laughs> it awesome. Just, yeah. They just went right in. Yeah. I mean, I think, my, I have a, I have a two and a, well, he's over two and a half now. He's almost three. Mm -hmm. And I just watch my son and I just watch him. He has like no fear. He just mm -hmm. like goes for it. He doesn't care if he like falls or fails yeah. or like, you know, he just goes all in. And that is like yeah. such a beautiful experience. And like, I, I just remember or when I work with students now who are older, who are, you know, in, in, in university art programs or something like that, there's sometimes the work just is so like restrained and mm -hmm. like kind of like contained. And I understand we we're teaching, we're teaching different principles, right. And different right. structures and stuff. And some of that is really important, right. but also there seems to sometimes be a hesitation to go back to this I don't really, I don't really care. This is my right. expression. This is my, this is my life coming out um, right. of me onto this, uh, onto this surface, onto this plane, whatever right. that is. And I'm just, when I, when I catch glimpses of it, you know, and I see that in your work, mm -hmm. um, it, it's just a really, the really beautiful moments and it really feels like humanity mm -hmm. um, uh, where sometimes when we're when we kind of channel some of our creative energy off into other endeavors it's hard to access some of some of that when we might otherwise want to right 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 yeah yeah you know yeah you know you become an adult and you know different sort of things come into play um in terms of what you know what you have to do with your life and whatnot so yeah, it, it, it's it's not um, on you know it's not it's, it's something that just happens you know and and then again, um, so there's all sorts of things that that come into play there. But you know, 
Um, I think that as long as, you know, as long as you, re you remain open to the possibility of, um, you know, of, of play and, and discovery, mm -hmm. you know, then, you know, then I think you, you'll be fine, you know? Yeah. Remain open. Don't hold too tightly to things. Be willing yeah, to yeah. tear it up, <laughs> throw it away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing is too precious. Right. You know, some people, you know, over the past few weeks, I've been hanging out with folks in, in the group and seeing what they've been just commenting on and uh, mm -hmm. things like that. You know, some some of them are, you know, professional, um, professional creatives or artists, they're musicians, they're doing this day in and day out. Others of them have been that in the past and aren't that right now. Other right. people have um, always been creative and have always been making, but for one reason or another that has been back burnered before uh, back put on the back burner, right. the, like recent past or whatever. Um, and there's a lot of like hesitancy um, to get back into making They're They're afraid like, you know, do I have anything to that? I, do I actually have anything to say? Am mm -hmm. I, am I good enough? Um, what will people think if, I all of a sudden start making and putting stuff out there. Are they going to see me as uh, an artist or a maker? Right. Um, and I guess I'm I'm wanting to talk a little bit about imposter syndrome, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I know when we were emailing back and forth earlier today, you said that you have an idea about how to handle or deal with imposter syndrome. So um, if you talk about imposter syndrome, you know in your experience and then a little bit about what you were, what you were mentioning to me about, about that. Yeah, sure. It's kind of funny. Um, so um, my, the anecdote that I was um, referring to um, had to do with my own uh, situation of imposter syndrome that I, that I encountered or my feeling about it anyway. Um, and this had to do with the fact that, um, you know, uh, back in, um, the school year of 2017 into 2018, um, I was teaching at Tyler School of Art. I was teaching an advanced painting course there as an adjunct. And, um, and my imposter syndrome <laughs> was um, came from the fact that um, I had not really um, been in the academic world, you know, as a teacher previously. Uh, I had mentored students and I had, you know, done, you know, visiting artists uh, uh, situations, um, you know, with students, uh, but I had never taught on a formal, really formal level. So I was very hesitant about, you know, going into this, you know, um, and I, I was like very, very honored to, you know, have, you know, to be able to, to do what I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's a pretty big thing, you know, yeah. advanced painting um, at a school like Tyler, too, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that was so that's what I was dealing with, like, as I went along, um, you know. But the thing is, the thing that I was reminded of was the fact that I have had all of this experience in my life as an artist um, up until that point. And, you know, I was able to bring that experience with me. Right. Um, so once I, you know, once I got started, you know, once I got into it a little bit, it took me, you know, it took me um, 
like a couple of weeks, a few weeks actually, to sort of like really get over my feelings about it. Um, yeah, get your sea legs, right? Okay. What's that? Get your sea legs. Stop like yeah, yeah, exactly. confident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly because you know, I mean, there are people, you know, there were people in the in the department who are artists and who were like they have been doing this, like they can toss it off at, you know, the drop of a hat, you know, right, right. here I was feeling like, uh, <laughs> you know, but it worked out well, it worked out well, you know, um, you know, I think the students got a lot out of, you know, the way I approached, um, you know, the courses and, um, and I, you know, and I learned, you know, a lot myself. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's impossible. And when it comes to, when it comes to people doing art and feeling that, you know, they, they, maybe they don't have what, you know, they think they should have. Um, there's, you know, there's really, you have to like do what feels comfortable to you. And if you want to do something, then my feeling is go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? It, you have to start somewhere. Yes. I mean, and starting is the is the whole thing. So and it doesn't matter where you start. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't. You know what I mean? And like, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is that um, people think, you know, people are going to judge them, you know, for what they're doing, you know, and where they are as right. a creative person. Um, and they don't see themselves as a creative or they don't see themselves as the type of creative person that they want to be. Right. You know, perhaps. Right. Um, I think that's that's a big issue, um, but they are ahead of themselves, right? Right? Yeah. Not, I think we have we we should we should really work towards celebrating where we are now today. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, like, if, if what you can do is make like you know a small like you know drawing on your kitchen table, then hey, do it. You know. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You know you know size doesn't matter. All that matters is you know how do you feel. You know, how does it make you feel to create? You know, how does it make you feel to, you know, to do this thing? You know, I mean, that's what got me into painting in the first place was just the, the alchemy of taking these materials, you know, minerals and whatnot that are in a liquid form or semi-liquid form, yeah. putting them on a surface and making a whole other like universe out of, yeah. out of those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's just like, that's like so i mean that's so beautiful like i'm pushing paint around and like just just like using the materials feeling it mm -hmm. uh feeling feeling yourself kind of moving things around on a surface but that's what it's all about for me it's not necessarily about um how many people you know like it or how many right. people um you know want it right you know and i've had to really work really hard myself to kind of get to that to that place yeah um, and you know i'm in a i'm doing a thing right now um to to try and build this part of my business um and it's really scary like i'm doing a bunch of things that i don't really know what yeah <laughs> and operate facebook and i'm like the most obnoxious Facebook <laughs> of all time and i couldn't figure it out tonight right and you know the person who i'm working with or some of the people that i'm working with they're like you know like when we're afraid of doing stuff it's all it's not about being perfect right away it's about putting it out there putting stuff yeah. out there and then making adjustments and if you're scared of what people are thinking of you um and and what they're gonna think of you know oh you're doing this really well like yeah. 
it's not everybody thinking that you right. know, they're, they're telling they're telling me telling the group that i'm in you know it is really if you drill down to it like maybe one or two people in your life that you're thinking of really and mm-hmm. those people actually matter right, right. yeah yeah that's yeah and i i've had to you know um uh deal with that in my my own life i think all of us have to do whenever we learn something new or we're trying to do something new um there's always that hesitancy there's always that like you know you're not sure where to start and yeah and i you know i um i deal with that all the time you know and it's just you know taking it like just a little bit at a time you know try to break it down into its components if you can um, and that's something that I struggle with sometimes because I'm looking at this big thing and trying to like move that down into like manageable bits. It doesn't mm-hmm. come natural to me. You know, my first reaction is like, oh, this is big thing. Yeah. And, you know, and so then I try to like, you know, or I have to be told <laughs> that like, hey, hold up, you know, why don't you try this first and then do that? And like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah. All right. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, you just mentioned, I have to be told, why don't you try this sometimes? Right. And so that brings me to a question. So like, you're, you're an artist now, you've been doing this for a really long time. You graduated from Temple in like 94, mm-hmm. right? Like this isn't like making paintings today is not your first time to the rodeo and you've gotten representation um, by, you know, Bridget and um, some people in, in LA and everything mm-hmm. like that. Right. Like, are these people telling you how you need to be creating or what you need to be creating? Are they helping guide you? Where do you go for feedback, right? As someone who has representation, who mm-hmm. has goals to meet, because this is his business too. I go to other artists, <laughs> you know what I mean? I go to, I look at, you know, I mean, as far as the creative side, yeah. I go and look at, you know, other artists all the time. I'm always looking and, you know, um, seeing what, other people are doing to like solve or have done to solve, you know, different, you know, visual, in my case, visual problems, you know, right. on with the paper or whatever. Um, sometimes it, you know, it's uh, pe- other people in my life, like, you know, like my girlfriend, okay. um, you know, um, she's, uh, she's tries to like, I mean, not tries, but I mean, she, um, she'll like sort of ground me. Okay to bring me back down to earth, you know, when I'm feeling sort of like, you know, overwhelmed by whatever I'm facing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, she's a big help in that way. That's awesome. Um, so, um, so yeah, you know, that's, that's basically, you know, it's sometimes it's just other people in your life um, right. that, that, hey, that slow down, uh, slow down. Right. You know, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's always, it's great to have that, you know, yeah, um, because you get wrapped up into your own head. You know, I'm in my head a lot. And mm-hmm. um, I grew up as an only child. So growing up as an only child, you know, I like had to make my own, you know, not having any brothers or sisters around me. I had friends, but, you know, a lot of times you're by yourself in the house, you know, one at a time or whatever. So, um, you know, I was like definitely like making up my own sort of like universes, you know, and staying in my head a lot. And so that's something that, um, um I, you know, I've still carried with me into, a, into adulthood. Right. Um, and sometimes it gets in, you know, I get in my own way. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I you need somebody to kind of like pull you out of there. Right. Bring you yeah. Out. Yeah. And I've, I've learned, you know, like different ways myself of, of, you know, of dealing with that too. You know, I, I've learned to like, 
you know, slow myself down and then try to like say, okay, wait a minute, where is this feeling coming from? When I, if I'm feeling stressed all of a sudden about something, what is that stress about as opposed right, to, right. you know, letting it take over. Letting it take over, right? Yeah. I think I not to let it take. Sometimes it, you know. Well, sometimes it does, right? <laughs> for sure, yeah. for sure. But I think that is something that sometimes we're just like these. Um, you know, I, I talk to people that I work with all the time about how, you know, we tend to be like little disembodied heads, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're just like floating around. We're in our own head. We're just like right. reacting to things. We don't. We lose touch of our body. We lose touch of our like spiritual center. Mm -hmm. uh the environment around us and we're just in our head and it can become really overwhelming mm -hmm. uh, when we're just in our head and right. like you said stopping getting getting to the place or, or getting enough practice to stop yourself and say wait a second <laughs> what the hell is going on right now what right. am i what am i actually feeling what am i responding to right um, and is my impulse to do x y and z actually you know needed or appropriate and if so awesome but if not like how can i how can i respond differently what can i do to help myself yeah yeah definitely and it takes practice too you know what i mean this is something that like doesn't just you know it doesn't just happen and you know and uh, but um but yeah so that's that's the yeah, i think that's that's really important if you can get a hold of that you know like try to be in the moment you know it's a cliche you know but um I mean, it's 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 thought of as a cliche, but you know, being in a moment like you know that really can uh, help a lot, you know, and whatever that is for you, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I, I find yeah. myself sometimes we go on hikes, you know, a lot, and um, and sometimes I have to find, I have to remind myself, uh, you know, the ter the terrain may be changing, you know, pretty rapidly sometimes, and I have yeah. to remind myself, okay. I got to be here, you know, be here now, you know. I got to pay attention or I'm going to find myself on my face, right? Or I might like fall down that crevice, you know. <laughs> so, so, um, so, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely very helpful. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we just, I'm just going to wrap it up here. We've been going at this for a little bit. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, if, you're welcome. If there's someone who is like wanting to, you know, really take their creative practice off of the back burner mm -hmm. and make it a central part of their life again. Mm -hmm. um, what, um, what would you suggest that they do? Like, what is one thing that you might do if you were that person to, to jumpstart um, uh, the process? I would think about, um, what is it what is it that you know what brings you joy you know like what would be the thing you want to see um and i i guess i don't know just do it yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? get yeah. the thing that you need you know what i mean um or use what you have you know what i mean you don't have to have like expensive equipment or paints or anything like that right. um I, a lot of times the, the best thing to do is to is to just jump you know, um, that's all I can say, I think, you know, no, I um, love it. And love no one's, you know, the thing is like, no one else is going to, you know, no one's going to judge you. And, and like, if you think, you know, you might have that voice in your head or something like that, but, um, but just, just do it. If it makes you happy, you know, and it's not harming anybody else, you know, for sure. 
for yeah. sure. Like you said earlier, learn from it and let it go, right? So yeah, take, exactly. Yeah. Take what you can that's from it and move. We're not gonna be, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. You were go ahead. Oh, that's okay. Um, um, yeah, I was just, um, yeah, you, you know, whatever you do, it's like, especially if it's your first time, you're not going to be great at it. Right. Give yourself some, you know, some time. Um, and if you have to walk away from it, walk away from it, come back and do it again. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. That's so, that's really good. Just do it. Just, just, just jump into it and, and take, yeah. some, take some, take some risks, be vulnerable, put yourself yourself yeah, that's the thing yeah yeah that's very important it's um and that can be hard to access sometimes but yeah definitely sure so thank you so much so everybody this is tim mcfarland so you can see his work at timmcfarland.com and he is represented by bridget mayor gallery in philadelphia and paris texas la and los angeles california um he is uh right here in philadelphia and uh, it was such an awesome like pleasure and privilege to hang out with you tonight. It is um, just a little guide, four steps to grow your creative life. Um, you can download that or get it actually delivered to you in your email, boldcreativescollective.com. And then also join the Facebook group, uh, Bold Creatives Collective. But anyway, it is time to go. I really appreciate Tim. Thanks so much for hanging out, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Peace, Bye. All right. you're welcome. Yeah.